is the Today's Word podcast with Rick Pena. Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you Today's Word for September 6, 2018. I'm teaching a series entitled Standing on a Word from God. You get a word from God, you got to stand on that word until that word comes to pass. This is part eight of the series. We've been studying the life of Abraham. I want to go back to the, his life again today. And the title of today's message is God will make you laugh. We serve a God who will make you laugh. His goodness towards you is so good that he would just cause you to laugh. Let's, let's take a look at what I'm talking about. So in Genesis, I want to read for you two passages this morning. Genesis 17 verses 15 through 17 and Genesis 18 verses 10 through 12. I'm going to read both from the New King James Version. This is what the Bible says. Genesis 17, 15 through 17. Then God said to Abram, or Abraham, as for Sarai, your wife, you should not call her name Sarai anymore, but call her Sarah. And I will bless her and give you a son by her. And then I will bless her and she shall be a mother of many nations. Kings and peoples shall be birthed from her. Then the Bible says Abraham fell on his face and he laughed. He said in his heart, shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? And shall Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child? In verse 18, oh, chapter 18, verses 10 through 12, the Bible says, and he said, certainly, uh, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. And Sarah was listening at the tent door, which was behind him. Now, Abraham and Sarah, the Bible says, were old, right? <laughs> I just, I just, I don't know. I, don't, I have a sense of humor. God has a sense of humor. The Bible says that Abraham and Sarah were old, right? So if the Bible calls you old, then doggone it, you're old. They were well advanced in age, the Bible says, and Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself, saying, after how I have grown old, shall I have pleasure? My Lord, meaning her husband, being old too. So she was like, man, as I think about this thing, uh, me being old, shall I find pleasure? And then my husband, who's also old, you know, I mean, shall we find pleasure within ourselves? She thought about it, and the Bible says that she just laughed. So I'm talking about a God who will make you laugh. I'm talking about a God whose goodness towards you is so good that, that sometimes we laugh. Not, not out of disrespect. I'll, I'll deal with that. So what does this mean to you today? I believe I have, let me see, four things. No, five things. I have five things to share with you on this morning. I want you to open up your heart now to what God is about to say. There's a voice behind my voice. There's a word behind my word. So as I speak now, you open up your heart to hear God. You ready? Five things. Here we go. In Genesis 17, we saw that the Lord made it clear to Abraham and Sarah or Abram and Sarai that they were going to have the promised child. Yes, it had been 24 years. Yes, it had been a long time. Yes, they had done some things that maybe they felt like they disqualified themselves from the promise, but God's promise still stood and God's promise was still good. God said, I'm going to do what I said I was going to do. You're still going to have that baby. He said, listen, uh, no longer shall you be called Abram. You're going to be called Abraham. No longer shall she be called Sarai. She shall be called Sarah. You're going to be a father of many nations. She's going to be a, a, a mother of many nations. She shall give birth to, to kings, God said. And then this boy, you're going to have this boy and his name shall be Isaac. God explained all of that. And when Abraham thought about what God was saying, when he, he took a moment to attempt to digest and process and analyze what God was saying, 
he was, he was 99 years old when God said this thing. He was 75 when God called him out of Ur of the Chaldeans in Haran. He's 99 years old. He's been walking with God for 24 years. And this thing is finally going to come to pass. I'm telling you, the dream finally going to come to pass. All he could do was laugh. He was not laughing out of disrespect. He was laughing in awe of God's goodness towards him. In the next chapter, number two, in Genesis 18, the Lord was having a conversation again with Abraham in a tent this time. And uh, he was saying, listen, I'm still going to do this thing. Your wife is still going to have that baby. Uh, I I'm telling you, this thing is happening. And his wife was outside of the tent eavesdropping on the conversation. She was being nosy. And so she was eavesdropping on the conversation her husband was having with God. And she heard what God said. And she thought to herself, the Bible says when she heard what God said, and she thought, wow, is this finally going to come to pass? The Bible says that she also laughed. Why? Why did she laugh? Because God's goodness, when you think about the goodness of God towards you, sometimes you, you just have to think like, why would God do that with me? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know about you. I know with me, when God shows me things that he's destined for me to have, that God picked me. I didn't earn it. I didn't deserve it. I didn't do, I'm telling you, I didn't work for it. God just picked me. And so God picked you. And so God picked them, right? And it's like God shows me what he picked me to do. And oh my God. And sometimes I just think about, I don't deserve it. I mean, like, why would you do that with me? Why would you do that through me? Why? I'm a Dominican kid from Brooklyn. Uh, I, I, I grew up, you know, um, in East New York. I, 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 I didn't really have the best education growing up. I didn't have the best environment. I grew up on public assistance. Why would you do that with me? You know why? Because God is good. Not because I'm good. Not because Rick Pena is good, but because God is good. And sometimes God's goodness towards us is so good that all we can do is laugh. Number three, in Genesis 17, look at the context once again. In Genesis 17, when, when, when the Bible says, when Abraham thought to himself, shall a child be born to a man who's 100 years old? Because he's like, I'm 99 right now, right? You got nine months. So when the baby's born, I'm going to be 100. So shall a child be born to a man who's 100 years old? And shall my wife, Sarah, have a baby when she's 90? She's 89 right now. She's going to be 90 when the baby's born. My God. And when he thought about that, he just laughed. And then his wife uh, when she was eavesdropping, the Bible says that, that she thought to herself, after I have grown old, shall I have pleasure? <laughs> Think about that. She was like, you know, shall I have pleasure? I mean, it's like, man, my husband's stuff hasn't been working for a while, you know, and, and then my stuff has never worked. She was like, shall I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? He's 99, I'm 89, and we're going to get in the bed, and we're going to have some pleasure. We're still going to have this baby. She thought, this, she just started laughing. She, thought, she laughed at the thought of it. She laughed at the goodness of it. She laughed at the immeasurable goodness of, of God's grace towards us. Sometimes, you know, you got to open up your heart. Sometimes God just wants to do something in your life that's so big that all you got to do is open up your heart to receive it. You really don't. I don't earn it. I, I, I didn't. I don't deserve it. If you want to do it, fine. God, I open my heart to it. Sometimes all you can do is just laugh to where you're like, OK, God, if that's what you really want to do, I'm down for it. I'm down for whatever. It's certainly not me. I, I certainly can't make it happen. I'm certainly not the one that's going to open that door. I'm certainly not the one that, that can that can bring this thing to pass. But if you want to do it, my heart is open to it. Number four, the Bible says that God's giftings and this call on your life are irrevocable. That's that's uh, Romans 11 and 29. The giftings and the callings of God on your life, they are irrevocable. God will never pull his gift back. Look at me. God called you. 
from the foundations of the world. God has gifted you. God has graced you. God has put his hand on you. And no matter what you do, God will never take his gift back. God will never take his call back. You might, the devil will tell you that you disqualified yourself. The devil will tell you that you messed up along the way. The devil will tell you that you sinned, that you got a divorce, that you got a bankruptcy, that you've done this wrong or that wrong, that you went to the club, that you were smoking weed or that you were taking drugs or that you became, a, you had a relapse and you went back to being an alcoholic. And because of that, God is not going to do it. Stop. It is not performance based. God's call on your life is not performance based. It is grace based. Abraham and Sarah did nothing to earn it or to deserve it. They just had to receive it. You have to receive it as well. God's gifting and his call on your life is irrevocable. He will never take his gift back. He will never take his call back. What God said he was going to do over your life, he is still committed to do it. If there's air still flowing through your lungs, if there's blood still flowing through your veins, then it is evidence that God is not through with you. God is still committed to doing what he said he's going to do. He will look at you after, like he looked at her after all of these years and say, you're still going to have that baby. You're still going to have that business. You're still going to have that church. You're still going to have this assignment. You're still going to write that book. You're still going to do what I said you were going to do. I'm still here. I haven't given up on you. Please don't give up on me. God still can, even if at the thought of it, you just laugh. Number five and finally, God is committed to perform every promise he has ever spoken over you. You have not disqualified yourself. You know why? Because you never qualified in the first place. How can you disqualify yourself from something you, you never qualified for? You are not too old. Your season has not passed. Even if you have been delayed, I'm telling you, you will not be denied. God is still committed to do everything that he said he would do in your life. Your job is to believe God. Your job is to open your heart to it. Your job is to believe that every promise shall come to pass. You stand on the word. You keep on standing. You say what God said until you see what he said. I'm telling you, you open up your heart to it. God still can, even if just thinking about it makes you laugh. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart. Open up your mouth and say this. Say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. I open up my heart to your best. I lift my expectation for the manifestation of your promises. You will do what you said you would do in my life. I am not too old. I have not disqualified myself. You have not revoked your gift. You have not taken back your call. You are still God and you are still committed to me. Even if the thought of your goodness <laughs> makes me laugh. Thank you, Father, for your overwhelming goodness, kindness, mercy, and grace towards me. I serve a God who will make me laugh because he wants to bless me so richly. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. This is a subscribe button. Get the messages. It's going to be a blessing to you. I'm telling you, we serve a God who will make you laugh just because he wants to bless you so good, bless you so richly, not because you earned it, not because you deserve it, because you don't, just because he's so good. Open up your heart to God's best and please share this message with someone that you know so that so that we can get people out of guilt and shame and condemnation and so they can open up their heart to God's dream, even if at the thought of it, they just start to laugh. God bless you.